Yeah, if this is it, Huey Lewis in the news here at Classic Hits, waking up happy with PJ and Jim, Tuesday, 5th of January, just seven minutes past six. Morning to you folks, thanks for hanging out with us this morning, and morning to you. Morning, what's the story? Star you know? of our show, oh, PJ Jeepers. Gallagher. Well, it's a very unwarranted start, but I'll take it. <laughs> I thought you might need a bit of warming up, you know, on a chilly morning. Although, to be honest with it's you, not that bad. I didn't think it was that chilly around the place, but no, then, um, John Hines has just texted in to say it's snowing in at the moment. Oh, jeepers. Really? Get out of it. Yeah. Because I was expecting it to be bad this morning, but it was grand. I came out. I didn't have to do anything funny peculiar no. with the car or anything. So. No, it wasn't even a day for the old heated handlebars or anything today. No, it was oh, grand. Oh, look like, at you with your heated handlebars. Heated handlebars. Oh, that my bike is squeaking. It's annoying me. Oh, I don't know what's Nothing going worse on. than a squeaky bike. <laughs> you know, every time you come to a stop, or <laughs> oh jeez, it's driving me. You mad. haven't accidentally taken the dog with you in in one of the panniers. Yeah, or that, yeah, no, definitely not. I had a look. I had a look this time. Oh, it's driving me nuts. So it is. Well, and then Tara saying that tonight's going to be well. It's probably not for us as much. The west and the north oh. getting down to maybe minus seven. That can go and blow off. <laughs> not into that at all. That sounds awful, doesn't it? Jeepers, that sounds nasty, awful. nasty. Morning to Margaret, and also uh, morning to um, uh, Paul Reed. Who drives the 13 bus? Oh, happy Unlucky for, for some. Yeah. Mainly the passengers. <laughs> Paul Reed, bit of a head case. That's yeah. what we've heard. If you're on the 13 bus and Paul Reed's driving it, May, yeah. maybe that, wait That's for the, the definition of unlucky. Maybe wait for the 13A. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, folks, uh, Tuesday, 5th of January. Thanks for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thanks for giving us a shout. 087 if you need to get in touch at any stage. The birthdays today are a weird bag. Are they, yeah? Uh, I mean, they're well-known names and everything, but it's a weird sort of a... Weird sort of a gathering. Yeah, January people, Jim. Yeah. Nothing as weird as January people. There's, a, a, there's actually a very specific January person in this one, I tell you. <laughs> Mary J. Blige with Family Affair here at Classic Hits. It's 12 minutes past six on this Tuesday morning. Thanks for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Much appreciated, as always. Oh, it's 7188 if you need to give us a shout. About to take on the birthdays. Yes. So here we go for our PJ today, uh, starting with, well, I'm, I'm sure this is something you follow very closely, previously voted the sexiest man alive. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> I'm, 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 okay, it's only happened to me once or twice. <laughs> but uh, I, I, No, I, but on this occasion... But I will say they have got my birthday completely wrong. <laughs> on this occasion, it was back in 2015 and it was Bradley Cooper. Oh, well, maybe he got in there as well at some stage. Well, I mean, you are obviously having an off year that year. Literally can't even picture him. He's got, got cross-eyed nipples and everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, 2015, you probably weren't looking at your best. No. Actually, 2015, was that the year they had to shave your head to play Ray the drug dealer? I think it was. Yeah. yeah, I think that's probably, probably bang the, on. That's probably the only reason you didn't get sexiest man alive that Must year. Must have been, yeah, yeah. The fact that I was there, uh, well, yeah, like you said, it wasn't looking my exact best. <laughs> More like a pool ball than a than a human being for most of that year. That was one of the uh, greatest ever haircuts I have ever seen. Oh, it was unbelievable. And that's, and that's it? speaking as a bald man. I mean, yeah, you know, I, you see, I mean, you do it with respect. No, no, but you, I mean, that. That egg in the nest thing you had going, it was full monk. It oh, was monk full, stuff. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was yeah. proper, like, traditional sort of, exactly the way you do, the way people portray a monk with that, like, patch in the middle. That, yeah, Perfectly no. shaped. Perfectly shaped all the way around. <laughs> and long on the sides and back. Like, it was long. Long, yeah. You know, oh, my gosh, meeting people and all. You all right? <laughs> Long story, and you were in here like that's the like it didn't know, stop you coming I, into work. Or I, anything. I had to leave my hat on, though. Yeah. I had to leave a baseball hat on. Like, see if you know what I mean. The state of me, like, 
Ah, oh, the early days, the young offenders. Anyway, right, so while you were having your off year, Bradley Cooper, of course, was was, uh, was being voted sexiest man alive. Yeah, El cross-eyed Tiggy Toddy's <laughs> over there. He was getting the sexiest man alive. Um, I don't know what age he is. That's, like, he's he's one of those, he's, he's such a, ho- he's a Hollywood chisel head, and they are sort of a- ageless to a degree, yeah. you know? Because he's been, like, he has actually been around a while. Now, don't get me wrong, he's not he's not old, obviously. No, no. But he has done, like, you know, like, the the hangovers are around yeah, since around a good nearly while, 10 like. years. And yeah, I'm gonna, I, I mean? I'd say he's, like, 43. Oh, not bad, man. 46. Oh, is he? 46. Should've not a bad known. shout. Should've not a bad known. shout. You don't get the twist in the Nepal <laughs> until you get to about 44, at least. Exactly. Yeah. Right, so Bradley Cooper, 46. What about... Vinnie Jones. Vinnie Jones. He's obviously he's doing a new ad on TV. I saw. Yeah, what's that for now? What is it for? Is it for insurance or something? Oh, I tell you, there's a lot to be admired about Vinnie Jones. There is. He's been he's been a stalwart in the entertainment business since the nineties. To be fair, right now, obviously, I'd never say to his face, naturally. Yeah. But hopefully, he's not listening. I know anybody that knows him isn't listening. I bet you, I know what you're going to say. (laughs) But like in both his professions, you'd have to say. The word limited comes yeah, to mind. Yeah, I, was, I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going but to say that. But to be that. fair to him, he really made, made a success of it. Made the absolute yeah. most of it. I yeah. mean, that's to be admired. That is, yeah. He's one of these, uh, I think he's never stops. Like, he just never stops. I mean, imagine when he turned around, having been what some people cruelly might refer to as a journeyman footballer. He certainly turned around and says, I'm going to be an actor. Hollywood and all that. <laughs> you, listen, you can't even say our H. It's not Hollywood. <laughs> I'm telling you, Hollywood and all that. And lo and behold, and lo and behold, he did he all goes, that. And he still gets roles, like still gets roles. Yeah, yeah. still gets fair roles. play to he's him. Still very good. Yeah, he's a great. And he looks like he's good crack. I was just going to say, I'd say he would be like that. Even that episode and of Extras with uh, with Ross Kemp and oh, all that sort of stuff. Oh, that's very good. Yeah, it's very good. And I remember going to see Slash um, in Vicar Street many years ago. Um, Slash from Guns N' Roses yeah. he was doing his in, you know, solo show in Vicar Street and then I, I actually thought there I thought you were making a massive mistake there and I was waiting to see where it was going because I thought you meant Snatch the movie No, and I was going to go how long will I leave him go with this oh yeah and you know and he was playing with Bricktop <laughs> but it was but it was just this weird moment in this gig where he goes some of my friends are coming on stage and Ron Wood and Vinnie Jones want to, went on stage. I was like, "Oh my god!" Vinnie Jones literally gets everywhere. Did, and did like, Vinnie do anything? Did he sing or play an he instrument? He waved. Or? He had a flat cap and he, he was waving and all. <laughs> he do like Bez from the Happy Mondays. Yeah, brilliant. And like Ron Wood came up with a guitar. I was like, "Oh my god!" And and he was like kind of dancing around him and all. It I'm liking Vinnie Jones more and more. Yeah, the more I hear about him. Well, I'm gonna say like he right, he's not a young man anymore, but he's definitely not an elf. Le. No, no, he's around your age. I'm gonna say he's like 52, 56. Is he? Yeah, 56. One of them. He looks well for. Yeah, he does look well. Both of you do. I can Ke- see the two yous hanging around together now. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. can see the two yous break, of- breaking thumbs for fivers now. The two yous. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Silver saying, "Yo, uh, you didn't have much talent either, Jim, did you? No, I didn't, Vinny. Yeah, you got shush your mouth, Vinny. Yeah. I'm very good on the radio. You are mediocre at best. Yeah. In fairness, we both got away with it, didn't we, Jim? Yeah, to be honest with Vinny, we did. Kind of. Let's go break some thumbs. <laughs> Cheer yeah. us up. What we charge for breaking thumbs, Jim? Yeah. Ten quid, Vinny. Sounds good to me, Jim. Yeah. Let's do it. Ten or a thumb. <laughs> let's let's go do Jerry five thumbs." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I hope there's a bloke called Jerry Five Tubs. <laughs> right, okay, so that's Vinnie Jones, 56. What about this? Marilyn Manson 
celebrating his birthday how today. Do, how do you pick an age for this fellow? I I mean, now I totally get what you're saying, but it's a, it's a, an eclectic mix isn't today. It, isn't it? I mean... Yeah. Marilyn, I don't know where to start. I don't know where to start. I don't know where to start. He could be like I don't know age. an awful lot about him. Neither do I. I just know what he, he does doesn't look me. like. <laughs> like if, yeah, yeah. I remember he was in Sons of Anarchy, and it's the first time I ever saw him without any of his makeup or anything. Right. And I had no idea it was him. Like someone had to tell me, you know, that's right. Who he is? Well, was he any was good like, in what? it? What? He's very, very good in it. Yeah. Right. He's only in, and it's a bit of a I mean, I have show. to say, like. If I was given, it's unusual to say this, but if I was given a choice as to, you know, do you want to go for a jar with Vinnie Jones or with Marilyn oh, Manson? Come on. We'd <laughs> Vinnie would win hands Vinnie, down. Vinnie, hold up there, Vinnie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Vinnie! Yeah, definitely. I don't know what, like, Marilyn Manson is so beyond anything I've ever really been into. Yeah, we're not no. even sure which of his lives he's living at the moment, to yeah. be perfectly honest with you, or, or what he is in, in years on his own planet. Because I mean, every guess? six months he sells his soul to another demon. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'd say he's about. I gotta say he's like fifty-four. Not bad at all. Fair play to you. Fifty-two. All right, okay. Fifty-two. I'll take that as a win. Yeah. Uh, right. What about this? There's a couple of veteran actors, right? I'm going to lump them together, sort of. There's Diane Keaton. Oh, amazing, love her. And there's Robert Duvall. Oh yeah! Wow. Great. Are actors. they the same age? The two? No, no, no. But I'm, I just thought I'd lump them together because they're sort of, um, you know, veteran actors. Now, Robert Duvall, it's a significant birthday for him. I only watched Close Encounters of the Third Kind last week again. He's a he's a very underrated actor. Hugely isn't he? underrated. He's brilliant. Fantastic. He is. Everything he's in, he's just brilliant. Holds the brilliant. Yeah. yeah. I gotta say, what age? Well, if it's a significant birthday, he's eighty. He's ninety, man. Oh. He's 90. Holy fuck. Well, I was kind of surprised by that myself, Robert Duval. Wow. But I suppose, you know, the Godfather and everything. And Jeepers. Yeah, I think he's brilliant. I think he's a brilliant actor, Robert Duval. He was great. In the, what was the net? Was he in Apollo? Was it, was it Apollo 13 he was in? Or some, some, one of the. Apollo 1, maybe? He's going back, down, <laughs> going back a bit. Anyway, he's great. And what about Diane Keaton, star of many a many a Woody Allen film in her day? Yes, I love her. She's brilliant. And good alongside... Wasn't she the one opposite Jack Nicholson in that movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As good as it gets. Is that it? No. Oh, I know. I, it's, it doesn't matter. Is it, is it the one where he goes, you know... Talk about Viagra and all that one. <laughs> yeah, I think that so. One. That's yeah, the one. it's a very good movie. It's a brilliant movie. I can't think of the name of it. <sighs> Yeah. Um, yeah. I, what age? She's is she a bit on? younger now. She's a bit younger, yeah. but, but not a whole stretch. Uh, Seventy-six. Not bad. Seventy-five. Ah, yeah, Seventy-five. I'll take it. I'll take it. And then your actual official curveball for the morning is: I did say there was somebody who was very January. Yeah. In the birthday. Oh, you today, did. Yeah. And it literally is January Jones. For God's sake. January Jones. Now you see, I wasn't a huge fan of Mad Men. I loved Mad Men. So I didn't see her a lot. In I it. loved her. But apparently yeah. that's her big, big yeah. thing. January oh, Jones. I couldn't even place her now. I wouldn't have a clue. Oh, I was going to say, you'd know her if you see her, which is such a stupid thing to say. It's like saying, it's like for saying when you lost something and then you go, they find it and they go, it's always the last place to check. As if you'd go, I found it, but you know, just in case, I'm going to keep looking. It's one of those stupid things. I've just got to have another look. But you found it. Ah, no. Yeah, yeah, but I don't want it to be the last place. You know, I go, that, that's God the, almighty. I, I feel like I didn't do the job properly. Yeah, I, didn't I want everywhere. it to be the middle bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say January Jones is... Oh, Young enough now. Yeah, about 38. 43. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, I may, have, I may have given you a curveball ah, of my own there. Ah, fart anyway. January Jones, 43. She's very good. Yeah, I love Mad Men, you see. That was a great old show. Very yeah, see, slow. I tried I it. it. So slow. Hardly oh, anything happens. That's man, what I love. I love slow. that. Oh, yeah. I watched about three or four episodes of it and it was like... It's great. Right. 
Oh, it's fantastic. It's the most unlaboured TV. Like, did I miss anything? <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Not only could you go out and make a cup of tea, you could actually go on holidays and come back. Yeah, you could. <laughs> a whole Saturn? year of it. Not really, And no. come back and just watch an episode. <laughs> All right, I'm, I, know, I know where we are. And now you're up to date in the home of the Nile Boylan Show, weekdays from 12. This is Classic Hits. Thank you kindly, Tara. 6.33. How are you this morning? Good morning. First Chewsbury oh, of a... I hate a Chewsbury. A Chewsbury. It's never a good thing, a Chewsbury, no, really, is it? No, it's never fantastic, though. Yeah, yeah. I always think, you know, Monday got such a bad deal for such a long time time. Monday was the worst day of the weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah, I kind of like true. them. Yeah, Mondays are kind of, you I, I still have an afterglow. Monday. Yeah, you do. You have a bit of an after. You have a bit of a, I've got to get through this. Yeah. Grit. There's a bit of an afterglow. But, you know, back in the good old days, you were still half cut on a Monday anyway. But, oh, gee. But then yeah, a Tuesday, <laughs> reality sets in. Yeah. And listen to, what's this business about tonight being Baltic? Absolutely Baltic. Oh. Absolutely Baltic. They're saying as low as minus seven. Ah, stop. That's that's over there though, where Mike lives and all that. Where they well, wear they wear sheep and all over there. It's awfully yeah. or something, is it? Have you? So do you do you remember my completely made up back of an envelope theory uh, about the bees from the east? Yeah, I tell you something. I still I still have nightmares about yeah. it. Well, have you heard of this sudden stratospheric weather event that we're currently in the midst of? Oh, what are you talking about now? Now this is from the British Met Office, no less. So I'm not actually making yeah. this bit up. The theory, my theory. So they're in a different. Was, they're in a different world now after Brexit. Well, they have their own weather and everything. <laughs> they yeah. are. No, but this is apparently a, a very rapid warming high up in the atmosphere. It's about anywhere between 10 and 50 kilometres up above us. Right. A rapid, rapid warming of the atmosphere, okay? Yeah. And the effects then lower down are actually felt a couple of weeks later. Right. And we had an an SSW, as it's called, or a Sudden Stratospheric Weather Event, back in 2010, back in 2013, and then most recently in 2018. Now, what's the... Oh, my God. What's the common denominator? the common denominator? We had very heavy snowfall after these sudden stratospheric events before. Do you know what's scary is that Tara's not the only person. I've heard this from another source. Somebody else saying that... You know, joining the dots about all these things <laughs> happening, and then, you know, in oh, the same way, the coincidence of of it happening before. We we need to check in with the Donegal postman and see what the birds are doing in the hedgerows. Because yeah. if, if his if his if his theories align with mine, yeah. if he's out there talking to the cows at the moment, oh no, sure, he's a postman. Well, you never know. He's in Donegal. He might be talking he be to talking the cows. That. He talks to all the animals. He could be delivering anything to them. He speaks French to this fox and all up there. It's a mad thing that he be doing. So we, we should get, or maybe your mate Alan, Alan maybe we'll get yeah, Alan on. Get really? Alan on, yeah. And no, I think, out. to be fair, Alan's going to pour a bit of cold water on this. I mean, he was one of the first to alert uh, me and, and the Twitter sphere to the sudden stratospheric weather event about a week or so ago. But I don't think it's going to come to too much. I don't think we're dealing with the beast from the east in the coming days. But it will be bleeding cold. Oh, my God. Slows the, the, the slight sense of disappointment in Tara's voice there. I know, isn't it? Yeah, I don't. I don't. Like slight about it. <laughs> don't think we're dealing with the beast of the east. <sighs> I know. I, I'm disappointed that we're dealing with anything that even resembles us. To be honest <laughs> yeah, with you, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, the cold is killing poor old PJ in there. Jesus. Yeah. There's only so hot as handlebars can get. <laughs> I know, and I can't sit in them all the way in. Yeah. <laughs> couple of 80s classics back to back aha take on me and John Cougar Mellencamp with Jack and Diane ahead of that here at Classic Hits waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Tuesday uh, Tuesday 5th of January uh, almost what 16 minutes away from uh, 7 o'clock thanks for waking up happy with us folks thanks for letting us hang out with you and uh, thanks for all the whatsapps 087 188 0008 
Uh, English Lee is back in action. First yes. day back today. Nice of you to join us, Lee. Always good to have you, boss. Yeah, don't you know? Don't go rushing back to work or anything. The rest oh, of us were here yesterday. That. But you know what I mean? Do, do, do you just take your time, English Lee? You don't, take your time. Don't, don't be, you know what I mean? And don't be listening to Aegis like us who be upset <laughs> over it. Because we are. But it is a cold one for him in Limerick this morning. Um, cheers, Lee. Uh, Boz Ritchie was on. Also, we had... Oh, yeah, by the way, um, there was somebody on. Ray and Cavan's been on, right? And a good mate of his called Mary Hoey... Mary Hoey? ...is singing on the telly tonight. Oh, is she singing on the television? Why, yeah. What's going on there? I don't know. It's um, it's that you know that thing on TG Car, Glore Tear. Is it Tear? Is that how you say it? Glore Tear. I don't know. Um, Glore Tear. I don't know what that is now. I, I don't know myself to be honest with you, because I, <laughs> I mean, if Radio Gaga taught us anything, PJ. Yes. It's how I have a relatively loose relationship with the Irish language. <laughs> I think we both found that out. We both had a real crash land on that one, didn't we? So, oh my God. So if we're talking Oscalga. Yeah, I'm going to skirt around the issue. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was gas, wasn't it? Like, we just pay... So, your, your man asked us questions in Irish. Yeah. And we went, well, for a start, it was a woman, but yeah. I was like, wasn't that the man? Your man that came in, remember, he was all sweaty and nervous. Oh, no, that was the guy. He was helping us. He was actually from Ross Naroon. Oh, he wasn't was, he? he yeah. was an actor. Conran and Oh, no, your woman was from Conran Yeah. Beg your pardon. He was the guy helping us. He was the actor. <laughs> and by the way, don't go saying he was all sweaty and everything. He was all upset and all. He was all nervous or something. Wasn't he? That's the, I mean, the whole purpose of radio is that people don't see that. He, yeah, I know, but he was... You might have embarrassed the chap. I did. Something must have happened to him because he was in a bit of a... He was a nervous wreck. He was. I remember anyway. I was like, the poor fella. I don't know why. I was like, yeah. I mean, I could never know. I know Somebody should have told him we were the ones under pressure. We, yeah. were, we were the ones being examined. I was like, how do, you, how do you say you're all right in Irish? I was thinking, don't be worrying about it. <laughs> how do you say, do you want to tell in yeah, Irish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I've or something. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, there's so many. You know yeah. <laughs> yeah, it should have been us who were in the yeah, cold no, sweat. Really. Been, yeah, and the two, so we're just so used to fade, and we were like, "Ah, you'd be grand." He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. "Yeah, he probably he was probably one of these really nice people that you know actually kind of took it took it personally that he wanted to help us that badly." Yeah, and then when he Mind saw you, us spiraling <laughs> off so badly, he started well, panicking for well, us. And I ended up reading a script that made it sound like I was reading a Russian gangster. That was brilliant. It was. You remember, it was brilliant. You went into your full accent. It was, <laughs> It was fantastic. I didn't intend it. Yeah, you were it's like, just my best effort went awry. It just all turned so into, often happens. It was, yeah, it was just, he, he was reading an Irish passage and it's turned, suddenly we were, it was like the script for the hunt for Red October. It was, it was an amazing moment. Ah, it's no wonder your man was, a, was oh. having a dose of the sweats. Should we had him in another... He didn't know what we were doing. No wonder, yeah. He probably thought he entered some sort of parallel universe. Yeah. Anyway, oh, look now, Ray and Kevin's after sending us a picture of Mary Hoey. Oh, look at her there. She looks fantastic. It must be some sort of... Com- oh, it's a competition. Oh, that's it. There right. you go. Oh, you can vote. There you go. So there you go. Uh, download the, uh, the Lord Hero <laughs> app and you can vote for Mary Hoey. There, there you, you go. Well. So there she's you on go. TG Car. Sulella. TG Car tonight. Would you hear the Russian sneaking in there? <laughs> Sulella. That's Mary Howie in, in Russian. TG Car. Sulella. <laughs> That's the shocking. Anyway. Right. Uh, so cheers for that, Ray. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah. By the way, the other thing is that, uh, you know the way you were talking about Vinnie Jones being yeah. on the television for an ad? Yes. It's brute. 
Bruce, that's it. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. It just smells nice. That's the one, isn't it? <laughs> Lots of people are onto that. That's I, it. I can't place the smell of Bruce. Oh, in I the can. same way as I can place the smell of Old Spice. I can. The two of them, they're for, they're for the smells of... Bruce was huge when we were younger. Huge, because all the... Like the Rob... The, what was his name? Barry Sheen and all the motor lads and all were yeah. very... Where they used to promote all that. Barry so Sheen, I, he was a good-looking dude. Yeah, he was a very good-looking man, yeah. yeah. And there was always people hanging around him in underpants <laughs> and all. And he was like... Which I, happens a lot in motorsport. And, and in 70s TV ads. There was lots of underpants and hairy chests. Going on, you know what I mean, and splashing of the Bruges all over. Mm. You can nearly smell it through the television and everything. Wow! So Bruges must be making it. Must be ha- having a bit of a comeback, is it? Yeah, they're, it's trying to make a comeback as a deodorant and all that. Yeah, yeah. God, the amount of packs that were around at Christmas time of. Yeah. Brute and high karate. High karate, yeah. <laughs> Remember high, high karate. karate? That was when you knew someone didn't care about you at all. Like you got the old high karate talcan. Aftershave kit. Talc. Yeah. You don't hear much about talc anymore. No, do you remember that? You give that side, Mind you, haven't said that. You know what I was thinking? People don't take baths anymore. Not Everything so much. showers. There's no real baths anymore. No, a bath unless is a real a, occasion. I was now. just going to say, unless it's a luxury thing. Yeah. Uh, or you're in pain. Yeah, that's the, the only reason. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're sore somewhere. Yeah, I have to soak it. <laughs> you know, if you have to soak yourself. Yeah, you, get a bit of you need a bath. You need a bath. Or if you've got some sort of mad presence, like, you know them chocolate... <laughs> well... Bath. Remember, like, your woman, that we were looking... She thought she got bath bombs off her fella, and they were actually hot chocolate balls. And she couldn't she get them out of her hair. She ended up with the biggest hot chocolate bath. No, thanks for million, she got thanks a million, she says, but I cut, that took me, it took ages to wash out my hair. You mad woman... Yeah, but I know what you're saying, so... Oh, Who knows, maybe I'll brilliant. get an old bottle of brute again. It's just the smell yeah. is so of my childhood. I remember it so well. Trying to smell like a fella now. Like a real fella. <laughs> trying to grow me runny so I get served in the offy. And smelling of the old thing. And after washing me feet with imperial leather and everything. Like, oh, yeah. Like the first time... Do you remember the first time you ever shaved? Yes, I do, yeah. Because the bum fluff was... I had, it was like I had a halo. I was mad. Or yeah. the, fir- the first time you ever put aftershave on it, on it, you know, after you'd shaved. Oh, my and God. And the sting. Oh, my God, yeah. It was mad. Especially like... if you had cut yourself. Oh, yeah. It was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And I don't use any of that at all now. I don't know how to use it. Oh, mad. I got anyway. a fright when I was 13 and I've never gone back since. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, 087-188-0008 if you need to give us a shout. Uh, we'd no look on Double Money Monday yesterday, but still the good news is at least the clue is out there. That's normally a sign we're on the home straight when uh, Magic Mike releases the clue. And uh, big is the clue on the hit bit at the moment, so you can play for... What, actually, what can I you play just, for today? I was just uh, having a look at that as we speak. It's 760 euro. 760? Yeah. Lovely. So you can play for that in the next hour. 760. Uh, Magic Mike standing by as always on WhatsApp. He's in the West. We better check in with him later on, make sure that he's wrapped uh, up. Say, yeah, see how against, he is. Against his minus sevens tonight. Yeah, he'll be wearing his... What's that thing called again? <laughs> his dry robe. He'll be wearing his dry robe in bed <laughs> <All> and everything. <laughs> Yeah, he'll, be, he'll have his Crocs and his dry robe on. Yeah, underneath the blankets. Jeepers. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, 087188 as I say. Uh, we had a score of nine on the breakfast table quiz. We're playing for a PJ and Jim hoodie. That'd come in very handy, I tell you, with, with temperatures like that. Minus seven, a nice warm surround of purpleness would yeah. be what you'd need. If you win it, just ask for a 7XL. <laughs> yeah. Do a dry robe on it. <laughs> Tie the sleeves around your waist and everything. So we'll play for that a bit later on. And uh, and also, um, as we mentioned, we're going to do the story of the man who actually sued 
because he found out that Hawaiian rolls don't actually come from Hawaii. I've no idea what a Hawaiian roll is. I'm li- looking at it here. It literally is a bread roll. Wow. Imagine getting that upset over the name of a bread roll. I'm telling you. Exactly. Like, I just don't know. People get so upset over everything. Wait, he hears about French fries. He's going to lose his mind. <laughs> right, all of that on the way and plenty more besides. And as I say, if you need to give us a shout, 087 Classic Queen, I want to break free. Nine minutes past seven here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Hit bit on the way. The clue is out there now. Big, if you want to go and check out the previous guesses, classichits.ie and let us know if you want to play, as usual, 087 on WhatsApp. That's on the way. But uh, we were saying there just before seven o'clock that if there's, um, if there's a, a surefire sign that your career isn't, you know, hitting the heights... It's when your own publicist <laughs> writes you off, doesn't even know that you're still very much alive and kicking. It's a, this is a mad story. So uh, Tanya Roberts, who played Roger Moore's love interest in A View to a Kill. Oh, uh, right. Well, that's enough that. to put an end to a career playing alongside Roger Moore. Yeah. You take that <laughs> back. I still, I do. For those that don't know, myself and Jim have this ongoing feud about who's the best Bond. He thinks it's the terrible Sean Connery. And I think it's the enigmatic... How very dare you say that. The, oh, see, the, the enigmatic, fantastic work of eyebrow acting that it came into uh, to Roger Moore. Yeah. Unbelievable. To be fair, Roger Moore does deserve credit, at least for that, inventing a whole new genre of acting using only your eyebrows. What are you doing? Yeah, it's only his eyebrows. He's brilliant. <laughs> Mr. Sneaky Line. He was brilliant, so he was. <sighs> uh, but Tanya Roberts, she was in A View to a Kill. She was in the 70s show. She's quite a, quite a big career. She's 65 years old. She unfortunately had a fall in her house right? Uh, during the week. Uh, on Monday, actually. So that's uh, not during the week. That's yesterday. Uh, and um, leading multiple outlets, including The Guardian, uh, were to publish stories saying she died after uh, Mike Pingel, her publicist, said, yes, indeed, she is dead. She is dead. Oh, my God. Um, he said earlier that Roberts collapsed in her home and was admitted to Cedar Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles. And Pingel... The, uh, the publicist said uh, Robert's husband Lance O'Brien he said he simply held his wife and she seemed for him to slip away and then the publicist said oh, sorry you know, somebody made a mistake there she's alive she's <laughs> oh alive g- yeah. oh my god it was a huge it was an unbelievable so they, mistake they contacted her publicist I, and the publicist said confirmed she died yeah no she's no longer with- she's not, and, then oh he, and he said this story about she seemed to just slip away says her husband and then he rang the husband. Well, he says he rang the husband. Now he's blaming the husband. Yeah. Oh, the husband told me he was, he was dead. I thought. He was. Uh, he seemed very convinced. Now, she was dead. <laughs> husband hasn't spoken about this. Yeah. But it's a huge backfire. The woman is in hospital. She's not in a great condition. But she's very much alive. Yeah. Very much alive. So it was, it was a fall, basically. Nasty fall. fall, but nonetheless Nasty a fall. fall. Nonetheless a fall. And still very much breathing. And, and very much so. We're hoping And above she, ground and everything. Yeah, but like, he, yeah, so we're hoping she pulls through. Like, yeah. She's not in great condition or anything. But to be confirmed dead by the world's media, like things like The Guardian, like, you know, big newspapers, because they spoke to the publicist, yeah. ran with stories. But the, the, that's the thing. Like, normally you blame the newspapers. You turn yeah. around and say, oh, it's typical. Jump into conclusions. Didn't check your sources. But they literally went to this woman's publicist. To, yeah. Went, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, he, and had the big oh, and he had the story, you know. Yes, he just seemed to slip away and nice and in her husband's arms. <gasps> Your man well, must none of the sort. I mean, if that's true, imagine he was like, going, did you not talk to a doctor? No, she just slipped away. She, she didn't though, did she? She fell asleep. And you walked off like a madman. 
What's happening oh. here? Yeah. That must be an extraordinary... These I mean, confirmed like, to be dead stories. Are, they have... Like, they come around every so often. Like, yeah. remember Christy Dignam was in with us and he told us that amazing story about how there was a rumour going around he died. Yeah. And you could hear a young lad outside his house saying, oh, I've seen them bringing him out. <laughs> and he was all... Oh, and he was... And he's like, I'm here. I'm, I'm sitting out watching <sighs> television. I'm not My dead. God. Like, that person just totally invented a, totally an, an entire scenario. Yeah, oh, I, I was here and I seen them bringing them out. Oh, God, it was terrible. And they were all wailing and all. And the, pee, oh, the, poor, the poor fella was in an awful state. Of course he was. Oh, sure he didn't make it. And he's like, he was sitting there. I'm watching TV. But, and if, if ever anything needed, to, you know, because you, you often talk about this in terms of agents. <laughs> The yeah. idea that, you know, some people think if you have an agent that they're constantly out there battling to get you work. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> literally, they literally, you could walk in and an agent could turn around and say to you, oh my God, are you still alive? What? what? You mean you haven't been looking for work for me? I, th- I, thought, no, you, I, just, I thought you were dead. I thought once the commission stopped coming in, you just weren't around anymore. To be honest, I didn't think it was going to have to ring you or anything. You know, yeah. That's the ultimate. It happens. That, your agent, your publicist. Thinks that that's yeah. the worst I've ever heard is an agent or a publicist saying that it's happened. Like, if we've heard these stories, Darrow Brian had one a few years ago where apparently he he had to sort of um say he wasn't dead, and they're like, and it's that must to- be an extraordinary thing to have to do to tell somebody uh, that I'm not dead. Imagine yeah. having that conversation. I know, yeah, sorry. Um, I don't, I no, you're dead. No, I'm not dead. I'm literally standing here telling you I'm not dead. Well, it says here, I don't know, man. It says here, I saw it on Facebook that yeah. you are, so it must be true. <laughs> You know, I did my research on Facebook and it says yeah. you're dead. So I mean, I checked my sources. I went to your publicist. He said, he so, said yeah. you're gone. So I don't know what's I'm, I'm telling, I'm here. Mm, I don't know. Mm. You definitely you, look you, like you wanna, him. You want to check with your publicist? You definitely look like him. Definitely look like him. You know, these days, it's mad. People believe, I suppose people do believe anything. Like, yeah. there's this amazing thing going around at the moment. Have you seen this? It was the 5G um Print out, they, they, you know, the, the conspiracy theorists, the lunatics on Facebook, you know, right. the 5G, oh, the coronavirus is made up by the, cha- well, you know, but ja- a Japanese man under a mountain or whatever it is these idiots believe. And they shared, this is the the, the drawings that show how, what the 5G chip that they want to put into everyone, yeah? And it turns out it's the um, it's the drawings for the, the heavy metal pedal, the be- metal pedal that you put your guitar into if you want to play music. That's what it turns out to be. <laughs> So like, you know, so in a oh. world where people would believe anything, that's incredible. Anything, wow. it, you know, you a guitar to... pedal. It's, yeah. so... it's a guitar pedal. Look yeah. at this. Look at this. That's, this is... that's how they're infiltrating us through the music. Uh, some lad looked at it and went, "I used to play me music through that. What's that for?" Amy Grant with Baby Baby, almost 19 minutes past seven here at Classic Hits. Thanks for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. That story you just told us, PJ, about that woman's publicist announcing she was gone when she wasn't gone. Yes, yes. She was very much still alive and kicking. Um, yeah. And you were saying that a lot of the papers, well, obviously because it came from the publicist. It came from the publicist, in fairness. Like respected the, places like the, the Guardian oh, and all that. Yeah, so, yeah, so, somebody just texted in to say that that story was on Virgin Media's 8 o'clock news yeah, as well. well. And in fairness to them, they got it from the horse's mouth. They got it like from the agent, from the yeah. publicist. Because literally, the the man in charge of communicating with the media yeah. on your behalf... The official channel... Says you're dead. Says you're dead. And then turns around and goes, oh, I don't know what happened there. Not dead, anyhow. But yeah, I know, it's brutal, isn't it? Oh, Hopefully God. she lives on and has a good laugh about this. That is what you would hope happens, yeah. is that she will someday in the future go, do you remember you said I was dead, you tick? <laughs> 
And yeah, I'd say, I'd say and the it, first thing she'll do now when she gets out of hospital is ring him and go, um, Mike, was that his name? What was it? Pengel or something? Mike Pengel? Yeah, was yeah. It? Mike, listen, yeah. Sorry, yeah, me here. Yeah, you're fired. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, you, do you know what you'd have what? to You'd have to ring him and you say... Can't, you can't fire me. You're dead. I'm not dead. I'm not dead. You're dead. Dead man walking You're is what dead you when I get my hands on you, yeah, telling God. everybody else I was dead. Right? Yeah, you're a brutal... Well, I don't know. We got a lot of publicity out of it. Because you said I, I was, was dead. dead. That's why... Yeah, you're wondering now if there's going to be a row between the husband and the publicist over this. Yeah, yeah. Because the, he seems to definitely say, look, eat hot. See, and that's going to be a classic now. If she's in the room, right? Yeah. She's got the publicist and the husband in front of her. Which one of you said I was? Well, what I thought he said to me. I thought he said you were... Uh, he tell I, didn't I didn't say I that. Didn't say I didn't say that. I didn't say it. she slipped away. He I said, said she it. slept off to sleep. <laughs> I slept off. Slept. I didn't say... Both of you. Get out. Oh, God. Robin S. Show me love here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with BJ and Jim. 23 minutes away from 8. Of course, the uh, hit been on the way very shortly. Magic Mike is standing by in the West. Uh, standing by on WhatsApp. 87 8 Let him know if you fancy having a go at winning yourself that 760 euro. Remember, ClassicHits.ie for all the previous guesses. But the uh, the big news is, and it is big... That big is the clue. Big is the clue to the hit bit. If you think you, uh, if you think you can win it, oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. Now, I tell you something. The only reason I've been hassling PJ to do this story is just so that I can play this music. What great song! Ah, uh, yeah, the theme from Hawaii Five O because Jeepers, it's so uh, good. we mentioned it earlier on. The um, there's a bizarre story about a lad who um. Who feels he was duped? He feels so, yeah. he was kind of like there was some sort of trade discrimination thing going on. Yes. When he bought his Hawaiian rolls. Yeah, oh, he bought Hawaiian rolls. He's been buying them for a long time, so he has, and he's been loving his Hawaiian rolls, bragging to his friends about his Hawaiian rolls. And in the notorious- Which I still don't know what they are. Are you saying they're just literally bread rolls? Bread rolls. They're like sweet bread rolls. They right. literally, that's literally, I'm looking at them now, and they are li- like. They're buns, like you know, like just bread flavored bun. buns, even not even. Just, They're just like bread bun, you know, like a bread bun. And the, um, and but there's like a little sweet thing on the top of them. That's that's it. And like, do we know why glaze. they're called Hawaiian buns? No, because. Well, yeah, we kind of do, but like, it's nothing to be getting upset about. <laughs> this is what I'm. This is, this is the whole point of this. Nothing to be getting upset about. But I'm the nation of the most litigious and very easily offended people. Uh, this man. He's been going on about his Hawaiian buns, uh, and he uh, just suddenly realised he read the back of them, and he saw they're made in California. Well, my God, he can't take it. He's <laughs> he's after filing a class action lawsuit against the makers of King's Hawaiian Sweet Rolls, as it says actually on the packet. Right. Alleging that the company has misled and lied to him into believing that California manufactured products are made in Hawaii. He's really upset. Robert Galinsky of Yonkers said his lawsuit um, prominent says that the prominent feature of the packet is a place called Hilo Hawaii on the front, but on the back of the packet. So it says it on the packet. They're right. made in California. This man's going to get so upset when he figures out what French fries are. Look, yeah. he's going to lose his marbles. When I was he's just going to say, like, if you're going to be that... That, you know, that, that pernickety about it. It's, uh, why would you care? Uh, the last who lost, the last says, I can't say that sentence, <laughs> uh, that the company is, is the leading seller of Hawaiian rolls and essentially invented this category of food 
when they had no right to do so. Uh, and cites incidents of the company taking legal action against other manufacturers for using the phrase Hawaiian rolls in their marketing. So this company have said, we make Hawaiian rolls, you're not allowed to make Hawaiian rolls. Right. Uh, and now your man is saying, wait a minute, you're not allowed to make them either. Because you're not, you're Hawaiian. not Hawaiian. There's no connection to Hawaii here. The king, but that's what I'm just wondering. Like, are, Did this company in California invent the Hawaiian roll? Well, it was a fella called Robert Tyra opened this company in the 1950s in Hilo, Hawaii, right? Ah, right and then. And he, he created the roll there, apparently. Now, then the company was renamed King's Bakery, and it later expanded to uh, Honolulu and all of that. You know. Well, then there is a bit of a Hawaiian connection. Yeah, just not at the moment. No, just not at the moment. Like, there's no... Yeah, like, imagine... I mean, the amount of... Like, realistically, the amount of stuff this. that gets called... You know, like everything. Like, I don't know, you know whatever the connections might be. Well, whatever. Chinese food is a good one. <laughs> like, the Chinese food we eat in Ireland has nothing to do with the yeah, Chinese food it was never invented in China. in China. Like, they don't eat chicken balls, cordial chips over there. <laughs> they don't do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're never going to sue your local Chinese takeaway saying, oh, I can't believe it. I've been eating chips and chicken balls for the last four years. And now, now I find out it's not even Chinese food. Yeah. Now Imagine I find out you're not even mad for the curries. Or walking into a, a, a top, top end Italian restaurant in Italy. Yeah. And asking for like a batter sausage. Or... Have you got a batter sausage? Yeah, batter sausage and an onion ring. They'd be like, What? <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? I get that them would up, be amazing. I get them up in four zones around the corner. They'd be there, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah get them over. Well, yeah, the but you not invent them, no? And they'd be like, oh, Italians have been lying to us. Selling us snack boxes. They don't even know what a snack box is in Rome. <laughs> like, why? why, why? Hell, but there's got to be millions. There's got to be so many uh, um, examples of stuff like that that's named. So many. Just, so you know, in, it's almost named in honour of, you know. Exactly, like Cuisine de France. You know the Cuisine yeah, de France. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which those, is an Irish brand, is it? It would have to be because those bread rolls, it's, you, you, get, you have a half an hour to eat it before it gets hard. <laughs> half an hour, man. Like, there's no way they came from France. Yeah. You, know, you, you wouldn't make it. They are the most, they're so delicious. Yeah. But you, ha- like you have to you, can, can I tell you one thing, though, that would, that did catch me completely out? I, now, most of that sort of stuff now wouldn't, you know, if I ate something and it was called, I don't know, a Georgian donut or something. Yeah, not gonna, yeah. Gonna, but anyway, but I tell you what did catch me out, right? I never knew. Have you ever heard of Bombay duck? I have heard of Bombay You've duck. You've heard the phrase even or whatever. I have, yeah. Bombay duck. Yeah. Now, I... Never had it now. Being me, assumed that Bombay duck was a bit like, you know, like, I don't know, Peking duck or something or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It was a way of doing it. Yeah. Bombay duck is a fish, man. It's not. I'm telling you. I had to to double check it, but honestly, it is. It's apparently something called a a a bumalo. A bumalo. (laughs) Fish. And when dried and eaten, it's used, it accompanies curries and things, apparently. So Bombay duck is a fish, man. Well, I would now. I would be upset over that. If I asked for a Bombay duck and a lad gave me a fish, I'd say, I'm sorry, I'll be here going, we're going to have a falling out now. Because that is catch out the fish. menu. I'm going to get upset over that, yeah. I, I I literally asked for a duck. Like, that's asking, like, you know what I mean? You don't go to the dog's trust and come home with a cat and then they say, but that one's called a Labradoddle. Like, that's not the way it works. There's, there, there is some lines yeah, that yeah. shouldn't be crossed. Calling a fish a duck is a ridiculous thing to be at now. I wouldn't be happy about that. Yeah. At Mind all. you, of course, in these in these PC days, PJ, you can be whatever you want to be. And if that fish wants to be a duck, it can be a duck. That's the way the world is now, buddy. You have to accept all. 
I'm not into it. Don't like that at all. I'm going into specifics from now on. I'm going to go to the chipper later and say I want a longford chicken and some curry fries. And I want a, and I want a map to show where they came from. Classic hits. And now, the hit bit with Supermax. Hitting the right notes with a 100% fresh festive five ounce. Now that's tasty and tempting. Hit bit. It's a bit of a really famous hit. It's a bit, just a bit from a classic hit. But what hit is it? The classic hit bit is worth a 760 quid jackpot this morning. And we'd love to give it away going into the new year and all the so many Fridays in this month. I think there's more Fridays in January than there is in the next rest of the year. Uh, here's what it sounds like, though. And we have that new clue, which is big. Big is the clue. So Andrew Miller is going to play first this morning. How are you, Andrew? What's the crack, lad? Oh, good, bad. Andrew. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. What are you up to today? What's going on for you? I'm in work at the moment. Oh, right. You're actually in work. You may, what, what is it you do, Andrew? Uh, electrician. Electrician, right. Very you can't good. really do that from home. No. no. Some Fix somebody electrics from, from your own house. No, yeah. I'll send you in the nail fuse and sure, I'll talk <laughs> you through it. I'll talk you through it. That would be amazing, yeah, oh, yeah, Do you hear yeah. me? I'm back in the Stone Ages. Is there even a fuse anymore? That's a thing of the past, is it? Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. So, <laughs> prehistoric buildings that yeah. I've used. Yeah, to. You, get a, you get a fuse with, with certain customers, a short fuse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you going to fix this? Or aren't you? <laughs> right, so, Andrew, we'd love to give you some money this morning. 760 quid. What do you think? Uh, I think it's uh, Fleetwood Mac, Big Love. Oh, great song. I'm mad wow. at Fleetwood Mac these days. Yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah, you're on a bit of a I Fleetwood am, Mac on a buzz, buzz at the moment. Right. Okay, let's head west. Hopefully, he's staying out of the cold. Magical Michael, good morning. I'm freezing my backside off here, lads, but I'm doing all right. Don't mind uh, him. He's there in his big dry robe there. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, Andrew, I'd love to give you this cash. And in fairness, it's a decent guess as well. I mean, you've gone your own way with that one, uh, without a doubt. But it is wrong. I'm sorry. <coughs> oh. Unlucky, Andrew. Unlucky. No worries. Thanks for Have a good day, man. No worries, Take Andrew, care thanks. of yourself. Cheers. Oh, bye, uh, James, Doyle, James Doyle, I beg your pardon, waiting. How are you, James? How are you, lads? What's the crack? Not too bad, James. How are you? Where are you this morning? Uh, I'm just sitting outside the job now waiting to go in myself. And what part of the country are you in? In Dublin. Right, so, yeah. And what is it you do, James? I'm a stone fitter, so fixing granite onto walls. Nice heavy work in the cold. Wow. Oh, lovely, yeah. Is that what is it? A stone fitter? Is that what you called it? Yeah, a stone fitter. All the masonry is done in factories now, so we just put, put the stone on the walls. God, that's amazing. That's new to it? me now. That's I never heard that word I before. Me neither, no, no. We'll get you in for a few weeks if you want them. I know, you see, the minute oh, you, the minute you, you said about heavy work, James, you James. lost us. You lost us there. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I mean, PJ and myself, we, I mean, I don't know. Have we done a day's work between us ever? Yeah, but we neither of us were very good. Or like <laughs> to... You could give some comic value to this, so I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, well, turn up and well, just I'll tell you something. If you saw, if you saw me, PJ and myself build anything, there's certainly comic value in that. That's true. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Yeah. I mean, me and Jason Bourne had to build a shelf once in this warehouse we worked. You want to see the state of the thing? Like, it was a public health disaster. Like, <laughs> really? yeah, we nearly got the business closed down over it. Uh, so, James, we'd love to give you a few quid. What do you think this is? I think it's Backstreet Boys larger than life. All oh, oh. right, okay. I see the connection with the big there. Right, Mike, what about that Backstreet Boys? Okay, I want you to win this cash. I really do. I mean, I, I want it that way. Oh, yeah, but I, it's not going to be that way. Oh, my God. 
Here, uh, James, you couldn't brick him up, could you, somewhere? Yeah. You couldn't, like, I'm put him... I'm pretty sure I could now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, he needs to plenty be... Of stone, plenty of stone out this way. He needs to be stonewalled oh, somewhere. That's, that's where he needs to be. <laughs> All right, listen, James, have a good day. Yeah, you too, lad. Cheers, man. You, take take care. care of yourself. Bye-bye. That, of course, was... It was wrong, unfortunately. Anyway, listen, Michael, how, are you going to be kind of... Are you going to be okay? Like, are you going to be warm enough over there? Like, I, th- I think I'll be all right, but you're sort of freaking me out. Like, what's what's well, worst-case ta- scenario here? Tara was well, saying, like, you know, maybe minus seven yeah. in oh parts in the God. west and the north. You know what I mean? That's outrageously that? cold. Like, it? literally, you wouldn't be able to cut your avocados, Michael. They'd be that cold. Are you serious? I mean, avocados would be frozen. Everything would be frozen. You, you, you'd Everything. have frozen avocados. You'd, you'd be walking to, around with a pair of frozen avocados. You'd have to stick them into your armpits underneath that big, long, weird dry coat you have. Dry robe. Dry yeah. robe. Yeah. You'd have to, and like, you know, you wouldn't be able to wear your Crocs or anything out in the snow. It'd be terrible. <laughs> now, lads, right, I'll do a lot of things, but Crocs, they're not one of them. <laughs> you draw the line. I draw the line, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good for you, Michael. Right, uh, so no joy for us on the, uh, on the hit bit this morning, but of course, uh, Niall Boyle will give you another chance to play for that 760 euro. Big is the clue, classichits.ie. Uh, the website if you want to check out all the previous answers and we're about to predict the future aren't we yes, PJ yes we are with asparagus <laughs> Irene Carr with Flash Dance here at Classic Hits nine minutes past eight on this Tuesday thank you for waking up happy with BJ and Jim on the way this hour of course the breakfast table quiz this week we're playing for another money can't buy prize the exclusive Classic Hits BJ and Jim hoodie up for grabs a score of nine to beat at the moment and uh, as we said, we're not doing the whole kind of like, we're not doing any of this kind of January kind of new you type carry on. No, right we're around not here. doing that at all here. We've decided we're going the opposite. We're going joyful January or, or jolly January yes. or something. We're going literally the opposite of any of this cutting back or sorting yourself out business. Enjoy this. yourself, everybody. Absolutely. However, if you would like to know what the future may hold for you. Yes. My learned friend and colleague, PJ Gallagher knows a person who can tell you. I absolutely do. A psychic who makes predictions by throwing her asparagus across a room (laughs) has claimed to foresee the events of 2021. Brilliant. Yes, indeed. Jemima Packington makes predictions for the future by chucking her asparagus into the air and reading the patterns they make when they land. She made some big claims for 2021, actually. Um, So Gemma Packington, she's from Evesham, um, and they call her Mi- Mystic Veg is her new name. They call her Mystic Veg, right? <laughs> her friends are starting to call her that. Wow. You know, From got, Mystic Meg to yeah. Mystic Veg. So Mystic Veg, right? So she throws them in the air and all of that sort of crack. And she sees the way they formulate in the air and when they land on the ground. And she's predicted an awful lot. Gemma predicts foreign travel will become an occasional option rather than the annual norm in 2021. I mean, yeah, she's not I mean, exactly looking just too far say, into the future. She's not going out on the limb there, really, I is know. she? No. She says, extremes of weather will continue with tropical storms becoming more frequent and Gus to be a very popular na- baby name in 2021. Gus? Gus, yeah. Gus, Gus yeah. is making a comeback. Yes, Jim. Gus is making a comeback. This is what she. This is what the vegetables say. And if believing the vegetables is wrong, Jim, I don't want to be right. Well, exactly. Is, she well, do we, is there any reason, just out of curiosity, why specifically of all of the entire vegetable family, the asparagus is the one that has the mystic seeing into the future capabilities? Unfortunately, it seems these are things that are only imparted to those who need to know. Right. And we are if not. If you're part of that special inner circle of mystics who can. 
see the future through your vegetables. I will say, I'm looking at her now here in the photograph. She has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. She seems to be doing them in bunches of sevens and eights. Right. Her asparagus chucking, so she does. And are they fresh asparagus? Very uh, fresh. They're right. Very fresh. They okay. look really good. So yeah. none of that tinned rubbish. No, they look very good, yeah. They look... Yeah. You, you sure, the tinned, tinned asparagus wouldn't... That wouldn't be able to predict the future. That's right. li- It's lived such a sheltered life. Like an eight ball. Be looking at it. Hey, well. asparagus shaking next year. What do you think? <laughs> you get nothing out of it. Right, okay. No information out of it all. As far as the pandemic is concerned... So, um, she says, the impact of COVID-19 will still be felt around the world, uh, but we will start beginning to return to a new normal, she says, around June. So, around yeah. June is what the asparagus says, right? The asparagus Are you sure this asparagus wasn't just looking at the news, you know? Because, I, I mean, with the exception of the Gus prediction, yeah. I'm not hearing a loss that's come as a surprise to me. Well, uh, what about this then? It's bad news for celebrities. And influencers, because with the psychic is predicting, or the asparagus is predicting, that the general public will switch their attention towards real heroes and that b- big salary sports stars by the end of this year will be a thing of the past. Wow. And the year of semi-professional sportsmen will re-emerge with a focus on what she calls the real heroes. So this is the year to be no big millionaire footballers anymore. There's a big, that's a big one that's now. A, that's a big, yeah, that's a big prediction to make, all right. I say there's more chance of me seeing my future in a head of broccoli than that happening, but... <laughs> This is what she says. Let's before we discontinue. Let's before we write her off with her asparagus. Let's look at what she did last year and see how she got she, if what she got right. Okay, or and over also the last few years. Actually. Also, just in terms of one of those predictions, if there's anybody out there currently with child uh, and contemplating the idea of calling them Gus, Gus, yeah, we'd be very interested in that just to see because her prediction is that Gus is making a comeback in a big way as a baby name. Anyway, right. Sorry. So how'd she do last year? Semi sports professional Gus. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Gu- Gus is one of the real. That's that's a real hero's name. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, if you want something done, call Gus. There's actually something is sort of you know it's, yeah. it's the most normal of names that you never normally hear now when you put it like that. In fairness, she also said um, that. Uh, oh, here, here well, let me just get to this. Yeah, her successes in the past. Okay, I'm obviously skipping, via the asparagus. I'm skipping the misses for a minute. Right? Okay, <laughs> include predict. She predicted Brexit. Um, she's um, saying a ma- she said a major celebrity couple would split in 2017 just before Jamie and Louis Re- Louis Louis Redknapp Louise Redknapp announced they broke up and she forecasted the UK flooding in 2018 when Storm Eleanor hit yeah Jim these asparagus know their business in the same year she made some accurate oh, wait a second making a prediction that a celebrity couple will split in any year is nearly nailed on just before Jim just before <laughs> it happened like this right, is the okay. asparagus just before it happens. Yeah, so she says she's able to interpret these patterns. Now, I guess what do you take from take from all of this? I've ignored the misses completely. There are quite a few. It seems that maybe she's around 50-50. Yes, all her predictions seem to be well, basically any prediction of hers that sort of as on the big issues tends to come true because they're huge issues. It's like I think we will have December in this yeah. month. I mean, like, pre- all the small you know, ones. If she don't. was predicting Brexit while they were in the negotiations. <laughs> No. It's not. Do you know what I mean? I know. It's, I know. Yeah, yeah. I don't. don't like I wouldn't be putting money on her lotto numbers on that basis. No, That's I don't think so. I wouldn't. Be, no, I don't think so. But there like is, I'd like my veg to be a bit more specific than that. Same here. This is why she's using the wrong veg, isn't she? That's I the think problem. that maybe that's what's wrong. Maybe she, she's trusting the asparagus. Can you trust asparagus, PJ? I mean, you're a vegetable lover. I don't think so. I'd be more of a potato spinner myself. You know, yeah. Would you, yeah. It's like a Ouija board. You draw out potential things that can happen, and you spin the potato, and whichever one it points at. I mean, that's never failed. 
That's literally you, you can't go that, wrong. You see now you that can't go wrong. we should have that. We should do a live prediction thing with your potato spinning. If you ever if you ever have a decision, a tough decision to make, throw a potato in the air. And before the potato hits the ground, you'll know which the right one is. Potatoes predict the future. Wow. Although you have to write PJ's potato predictions I yeah. love it roll with it from Oasis here at Classic Hits 19 minutes past 8 thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim just a bit of a response PJ to the um, asparagus future predicting story people aren't fully buying into it I gotta say that uh, mystic veg I can't see how anyone could find a flaw in this to be honest with you um, it, I, and her um, her future predicting asparagus they're not getting a lot of I, I, I really like this one though I have to say um, who's this from uh, let me just see if I can give a name to this. It's uh, from Paulie, right? Paulie was on to che- say, check the date, lads. It's probably out of date. <laughs> I think that's fantastic that if you... What? What's if, you're, if you're asparagus source predicting something, it was like, oh my God, Elvis, yeah. Elvis will die. Well, Elvis has been dead for years. Oh, look, oh, check geez. the asparagus. Look, it's that asparagus is out. It's been out of date for years. It's frozen in the things in <laughs> the 70s. <laughs> Hasn't a clue what's going on. That would be a, yeah, no wonder all the blooming things are... You were supposed to be get fresh stuff. Why yeah. didn't you get the fresh asparagus? Well, this was cheaper. Ah, sure, this is moon landing asparagus. <laughs> this is outrageously <laughs> off. Oh, dear. Somebody's saying her predictions are all up on the air. But I'm... Oh, God. I'm really slow on the uptake of these gags today, I have to say. Yeah. Somebody wants to know, is she smoking the asparagus? Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> You'd have to think there's something some funny going are, on. Some of them are a bit off. Fair play to her. She's giving people a laugh, though, with her sixes and sevens and throwing them. I don't know whether she believes it or not. That's yeah. always my thing with these people. I don't know if they actually believe it or not. Yeah. You know? A bit like, bit like Ray in Limerick there, who's just texted in to say, an orange told me 2021 is the year I'm going to win the lotto. An orange? Sure well, I think he's just pointing out the ridiculousness of trusting your future to asparagus. I don't know. America trusted the tangerines <laughs> around them for the last four years. So you can see where they're going. Good point, you actually. You can see where they're going. Good point. Nothing's impossible. And then just uh, nobody has, has volunteered uh, the idea that they're going to call their future child Gus so far. Nobody. No, Nor no. has anybody been on to say they are a currently a Gus. But what we do have is somebody wanting to know what Gus is short for. I don't know. I don't know. Gustafer or Gus. Well, that's literally, somebody has said that. Is Gus short for Gustafer? Gustafer. Yeah, it makes sense, doesn't it? It's good. Gus has to be a nickname. Gustav. Gustav. No? Yeah, but it's, well, yeah. although Gus has always felt to me like it's a sort of a, more of an English name, actually. Than yeah. Anything. What would it be short for over there? I don't know. There's something about a Gus that makes you think of a larger gentleman as well, isn't there? There is, yeah. Uh, there is. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. You know, some names yeah. just potentially you know, in a vest. <laughs> play and spin the potato. Tiffany, I think we're alone now. Here are classic hits. It's almost twenty-eight minutes after eight o'clock. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Uh, what a response to the uh, to the Gus question, PJ. I can't believe the response and the amount of people calling us Egypts as well. And Which everybody... is hilarious because I mean they're slagging us off for not knowing. We were, we posed the question. We were curious what Gus was short for. Yeah, we had no idea. Yeah, Gustafer and all we were. And saying we were this. looking for you know. And if the, now there is a few Gusses out there, but we'll leave that for another for another link. Maybe there's a few Gusses out there. Yeah, somebody's got an uncle Gus, and apparently there's a six month old Gus. Good on there. you. So, He's you know. the future. Anyway, He's this came future. about because uh, PJ's asparagus predicting, or asparagus, future predicting asparagus lady said Gus was making a comeback as a name. But anyway, so people were giving us jip saying we didn't understand what Gus was short for. 
But while you're here, the amount of different answers we got. Loads of them. Look at them. It's always like Fergus, Augustus. Um, where's the other ones? Oh, there's so many of them. Angus. And, yeah. every, and everybody, but nobody's just saying uh, on Augustine. There's no def- yeah, there's no definitive. No, and they're all going, it's, you it's the- Fergus, you plank. Augustine, you ticks. Like the <laughs> amount of abuse attached to these is and, unreal. And, the, and they can't agree themselves. Can't agree at all themselves on any of these things. The best one, though, is it's short for asparagus, you ticks, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> Of course it is. Magic Mike anyway came to the rescue, right? So the official... Angus was another one. Official thing is that Gus is a masculine name, often a diminutive for Angus, August, Augustine, or Augustus, and other names, for example, Angus, Argus, Fergus, Gasson, Gustav, Gustave, Gustavson, Gustavo, and Gussie. Who knew? So imagine don't the poor be slagging fella. us off for not knowing what Gus is short for. Imagine the poor fellow out here who's called Argos. I mean, in fairness, you'd have to shorten it, wouldn't you? Thinking, what's your name? Uh, Gus. Mark Morrison, Return of the Mac here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Final call on the breakfast table quiz. Magic Mike is standing by on WhatsApp 087 Let him know if you want to play, if you think you can beat that score of nine in the 60 seconds and claim uh, the exclusive Classic Hits PJ and Jim hoodie. That's our prize in the breakfast table quiz this week. And uh, if money is an issue for you at the moment, okay, if you're uh, if somebody who, as an adult, you've, you've got money worries, you struggle with money generally, trying to just keep any of it, well, I think you may have to look into your past. Yes. As to why that has happened to you. You may be responsible for your own downfall. Maybe. Maybe, just maybe. Troublesome children, they say, who got short tempers or regularly had tantrums when they were youngins are likely to run into trouble when they become middle-aged adults. Uh, this new study has found more than a thousand people from New Zealand now. So maybe they're of a different temperament, but I doubt it. Um, born in 1972 and 1973. Right. This is around our so it's vintage, our neck like, of the woods, you know, it's isn't our neck it? of the woods, really. They were tracked throughout their entire lives until the age of forty-five, right? And, and after they analysed the data, it reveals that individuals with greater self-control as children are the ones that are more able to adequate, adequately manage their finances today. Right. So if you were a little bit temperamental then, and you were a little bit out of control with your, you know, your carry-on and your behaviour and all that. Well, it turns out you may be a little bit out of control and unable to behave yourself when it comes to your financial situation today. Right. So there's a lot of things falling into place now, PJ. <laughs> I wish I could say there isn't. <laughs> yeah. But I think I, I mean, can I see thought, something I, here. I had thought that I was a you know, relatively decently behaved child. Where are you good? Where are you good? Well, I, would, I thought I was. I mean, I don't, you know. Right. I w- like, where were you? Well, I mean, I didn't get into, like, big trouble, as in, like, with the... The guard, eh? Or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. But, you know, I didn't... Now, okay. You know, I, I might have been a touch temperamental. <laughs> yes, I May see. I had a t- maybe I had a tantrum the right, other time. Right, now listen to him, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to him. Listen to the truth leaking out. They but I, I, strongly, <laughs> I strongly suspect that you would have been... <laughs> you would have been on a completely different plane. This explains an awful lot to me. Yeah, it does. Like yeah. it's it's a yeah, surprising it's surprising you have two pence to rub together based on your child. I was uh, yeah, I know. I was always like honest to God. I remember my ma saying she asked the school. She says, "Is there any chance to just check?" I know it's a bit of a big one, a big ask. But could you just check and see if there's by any chance another PJ Gallagher in the school? Because I just don't think one fella could be in this much trouble. <laughs> she said. 
This is also the man, ladies and gentlemen, who once told us that his father wanted to leave him <laughs> on a um, was what was it was a halting size yeah, at the time. Yeah, was yeah. It? I was playing the pass him out game, and he, yeah, he, he, he you. you were annoying him so much. He pulled in and says, "Do you want him? I don't want him anymore. Would you take him off my hands? Go on." Yeah, and the yeah. traveller man was playing along at the time. He's like, oh, yeah. he goes, would you not give him to one more chance? And my elf was like, oh, no, I had nothing. I was there, jeepers, oh, this is very extreme. Oh, my God. And then, yeah, I never and then played the I mean, out game again. No, fairness. in fairness, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so your mother assumed there was a, a second PJ Gallagher also thought, getting into trouble. She, Because yeah, you were doing the work of two boys, yeah, basically. Which, which now explains, maybe, the problems with buying a house <laughs> that I've run into. You see? Uh, you, you see? Know. Yeah. The, Comes it's, back uh, to haunt you. Yeah, it says, like, it does say, those are, if you had greater self-control as a younger person, right? Higher self-control. And you, not only do you physically age slower, but that you do you do have greater control with um, your finances and your social lives. And let's be honest, my social life is talking to two dogs and nobody else. So that makes a lot of sense as well. Do you know what I mean? That's extraordinary. My social life is literally talking to two dogs. And you, mean, and you age better as well, do you? And I will say, like, I do have... I've got, like, six dog beds and, and a leak in my house. So the money's gone wrong somewhere. The breakfast Table Quiz. It's time for the Breakfast Table Quiz. Win the best prize out there is. Try to get the biggest score. Hope the next dog gets the more. It's the Breakfast Table Quiz. The Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie. Now, once again this week, with thanks to our friends at uh, JackandJay.com, uh, we have got the exclusive PJ and Jim Classic Hits hoodie for you to win. Uh, might come in very handy if Tara's weather predictions are accurate in terms of how cold it's going to get. You could snuggle up, not only look fantastic, in your regal purple outfit. Yeah. Would be snug as a bug in the proverbial. I'm telling you. You wear it on your head. Curl it up like a turban. <laughs> it's so good looking. You want to be seen with it. Be deadly thing. Uh, so there you go. Ten to score to beat in the breakfast table quiz. Well, nine to score nine, to beat. I beg your pardon. Yeah. Ten to score you need on the breakfast table quiz. Or more if you want to get your hands on it. And Audrey Scully is going to play this morning. How are you, Audrey? Morning, PJ. Good. How are you? Not too bad at all, Audrey. What's the crack? Where are you today? I'm in Mallow. Home for the day now. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Right. Good and stuff. Is, is that unusual, home for the day today, or are you always home for the day, Audrey? No, I'm teaching normally. Yeah. Oh, right. So, home okay. for while. so it's yeah. all all changed from today, is it? It is, yeah. 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 Gas, isn't it? I wonder what... Crazy. Have you any inkling of what the plans are there? No. No, I'll just wait for the text from the boss and whatever he says now. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, yeah. Very yeah. wise, yeah. <laughs> like, like the rest of us, just do what we're told. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. keep turning up until you're not allowed anymore. Exactly. Uh, right, so Audrey, um, here's the deal. Let's try and get 10 for you. Let's put you in the lead. Let's try and get you nice and snug and warm in a classic kids hoodie. Okay. Right, okay. 60 seconds to try and get those 10, Audrey. Very best of luck. Here we go. The US dollar is divided into 100 what? Cent. What profession is shared by Ainsley Harriet and Gordon Ramsay? Who played Captain John H. Miller in Saving Private Ryan? Tom Hanks. In which year did the Cuban Missile Crisis occur? 83. It was 1962. In music, what does the instruction forte mean? Pass. Loud. In which children's story does an unattractive bird become a swan? Uh, The ugly duckling. The carpal bones are found in what part of the human body? The back. In the wrist. In E.T., what is the name of the boy who befriends an alien? 
pass. It's Elliot St. Patrick is supposed to have driven what animal out of Ireland? Snakes. How many time zones are there in Russia? Three. Eleven. How many stripes no. are there on the US flag? Thirteen. How many days does it take for the Earth to orbit the sun? 365. Yeah, until 1923, what is the Turkish city of Istanbul called? Uh, no. No, it's uh, Constantinople. Do you remember oh, the, yeah. the They Might Be Giant song? Yeah, Istanbul, yeah. not Constantinople. Yep. So there you go. I think you did oh, yeah. pretty good. Yeah, there was a few sticky ones in there. I mean, the time zone's in Russia. I wouldn't have had a clue. Does that qualify as general knowledge? Have a clue now, to I'd be honest. I've been lost on that one. Yeah, same here. Uh, but as a matter of interest, Audrey, what uh, do you have a specific teaching kind of um, uh, speciality, or are you a general teacher of all sorts? Oh, I'm Irish and German. Irish and German. Yeah. We let you down there with the questions. We, we, did, no, we, Irish, yeah. we know Irish or <laughs> Literally German. Nothing coming Literally up right nothing there. that would be your speciality subject. But anyway, you did very well. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven correct answers, Audrey. Oh. Not bad at all. Okay. okay. Not Listen. bad at all, Audrey. Take care of yourself. Yeah, stay okay. safe. Thank you. Cheers, right, Audrey. Happy New Year. Bye-bye bye bye now. And you, bye. There you go, Audrey Scully, uh, trying to get to the top, uh, but managing seven, which means nine stays at the top of the leaderboard. Double figures, ten or more, going to be needed to get your hands on our PJ and Jim hoodie. Cutting crew, I just died in your arms. Here are classic hits, 24 minutes to 10 o'clock. Thank you so much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim on your Tuesday. Thanks for letting us hang out with you, folks. 87 still time to give us a shout. We're here till uh, 10 o'clock, of course. But i tell you something, you know, obviously uh, we've come to terms, come to grips, with a whole new way of being of lace, including uh, mask wearing. Yeah. Became a bit of a contentious issue for some people. Certainly did. But uh, the mask wearing thing still very much in force and still very much encouraged. Even sometimes for the non-human variety. I tell you, it's not mad, isn't it? You see everybody with masks on everywhere. Now, you never thought you'd see it before. But now, maybe, very soon, you'll see cattle wearing masks as well <laughs> yeah so burp catching face masks for cows could be a sort of an unlikely but a very possible weapon in the battle against climate change um, so cattle herds and other sort of ruminants they say is the word here whatever ruminant is right I've never heard a ruminant fart but there you go <laughs> because they always say cow farts are a big problem don't they yeah so I, I was just about and to say that why are they do? why are they putting the mask on that end because here's the thing cow farts aren't a problem it's completely the wrong ends that we're worried about the truth is it's cow burps that are the problem 95% of methane emissions of the cattle come out of their mouths so we always say cow fart this and cow fart that and cow fart the other basically bum shaming the cattle when the truth is it's burps it's cow burps that cause the problem and now they've made they created this burp catching mask this company uh, called Zelp and it's fitted to cows at age 6 to 8 months old I'm just looking at the mask here really it what's is what's it look like it looks kind of looks like a horse like it looks like you're gonna, if you could stick a couple of reins on him and <laughs> go for a ride did you say it looks like a horse it does look a bit like a horse yeah like you know oh when you God. put a bridle on a horse so <laughs> looks a bit like that <laughs> So you've got cows wearing masks so yeah. they can pass themselves off as horses. And the thing is, it doesn't cover their mouths or nose, but it has this like sort of suction thing. So when they go, it goes up into the thing and then it's, it's, it gets filtered or something. <laughs> That's amazing now. So yeah. Some cow's going to show up at a race course going, oh yeah, I'm in this. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm in this. Are you sure you're a horse? Oh yeah, I'm a horse. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm going to run in this. Oh, I'm, in the, I'm in the 215. Give me a chance. <laughs> For God's sake. 
Well, yeah, it does look. It looks like the sort of the thing, a bridal thing you put in a horse is what it actually looks like. Right. And they say there's not been a lot of innovation in this field, but this is the way they imagine things go for. It's totally comfortable. It doesn't really seem to affect the cows that have tried yeah. it on so far. They haven't complained anyway. Um, <laughs> they haven't complained. No, they seem to be happy enough yeah. with it. Do so you, I do. look at this? I'm, have you got one? I'm like. I'm a brown cow, and like, it, does it only come in black and white? It's blue. Can you not get it? It's blue, actually. Yeah, I know. It's like a, that's just so clashes. It clashes. I yeah. mean, my God. I mean, you, those milk cows, those Swiss cows, would be disgusting. You know, them hairy lads up in the Highlands. I'm not putting those on. <laughs> yeah, no. Certainly not wearing that. Well, my hairstyle, and you want me to stick to that? I mean, like getting, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So they they won't be happy about. So the cows haven't like, complained. Haven't complained as yet. to a farmer going, excuse me. Old MacDonald, but I'd like to I'd like to speak to you about these masks you're forcing us to yeah, wear. Yeah, you haven't got it in a brown. It's just, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm working on... It's really cramping my style. People keep confusing me for a horse. Yeah, this is outrageous. Some man tried to ride me into the village. <laughs> Disgusted. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yes, uh, but I happened. haven't been tipped in ages. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so but they've tried this. The technology it does work. It it converts the methane into a more safe gas, if that makes any sense. Right. So it captures, analyzes, and processes the methane as it comes out of the cow's face, right. and it turns it into something more. I mean, in fairness, if it's going to make a cow's breath smell better, I can't see them complaining too much. You know what I mean? There's nothing worse. Do you ever do that thing where? You sort of lick your hand and you breathe and then you go and you can sort of smell your breath and you go, jeepers, I can't stand next to them today. I'd, I'd wear a cow transmission face mask sometimes. The bang that comes out of my face another time I'd be embarrassed. Thank God I'm locked in here in the room yawn. I mean, not that I have chronic halitosis but you know what I mean? There does be days, Jim. There does be days. Really? Where, yeah. where previous food comes back to haunt you maybe? Yeah, well, you know what I mean? Sometimes I have a, like, I treat myself to a garlic feast and I'll have some savage mint lamb last night and I'll be honest with you, some of the burps this morning, they Born in me nose, like so maybe you so know. You could do with so I could those. do with it, yeah. Although yeah. you know, do you really want, mask? Do you really want to wear a big mask on your face that literally says, "Don't stand near me. My breath is so bad it's poisoning the environment." Probably not. Yeah, it could be a bit of a giveaway. That a bit of a giveaway, yeah. Yeah. I'll see you wearing a mask again, PJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jim. Yeah. I mean, there are yeah. there, there has been an argument for quite some time that. A lot of what comes out of your mouth. <laughs> Garbage. Manure. I know. Jesus, this is my gas. I'm a great man to sell myself, aren't I? If you're looking for anyone with chronic halitosis is what I'm selling myself like today. That's not even true. I'm, I'm ashamed. Jeez.